Hello my friends, please excuse the bad sound quality. I'm sitting in a hotel in Basel. This feature is about why games are loud or silent, as a kind of second thought to the last show. Most gamers are pretty communicative, as gaming is a social activity after all. At the West Park Games, my gaming club, we sometimes need half an hour to actually start gaming because there are so many topics that we enjoy talking about, from politics to our last travels. Still, we find that some games feel as if they were Schweigespiele, silent games, like Tigers and Euphrates, games in which very little is said and most action happens on the board, whereas other games are talkative, loud games, or even incessantly loud games like Bluff or Liar's Dice. With talking, I mean table talk, not announcing in-game actions like I move this piece from there to there. This doesn't really count. Talking encompasses anything from side jokes, loud laughing and screaming, banter, friendly insults like I'm going to crush you, you pig, to funny observations which, in my opinion, really make a game come to life. The worst kind of talking is, of course, out-of-game banter about the weather or sports because that usually shows that the game one plays sucks. But I'm not going to talk about that here. With some analysis, I found that one can exactly pinpoint the mechanics which make a game louder or softer. With this, it would be possible to create a pretty definite loudness rating of each game by simply using the various mechanics or traits that are listed with each game at BoardGameGeek and assigning negative point values to silent game mechanics and positive values to loud game mechanics. Let's look at some of them. The ultimate silent mechanic is of course everything that has to do with abstract strategy. Chess is usually an extremely silent game, because there is not really a lot to talk about, hence you would expose your secret plans. It also gets players into a brooding mode that makes them look inwardly. The same with hidden cards. Bridge is almost completely silent except for the formalized bidding phase, and even that is done silently with signs in professional bridge clubs. Poker players also don't talk much except the most necessary utterings to keep their cool. The opening phase of Agricola is completely silent because each player has to study his cards intimately. Trick-taking games fall somewhere in between. If you have to announce certain things like Rummy or Mau Mau, it gets players into a talkative mode. I have often observed that Tissue players become extremely excited and loud when they announce bombs or Tissue. Two-player games will always be more silent than multiplayer games as a rule because actions have to be announced to a larger group and there will be the inevitable comment like Look, she's winning, we have to do something about it, which is necessary in a two-player game. Open bidding makes a game louder, whereas secret bidding makes it more silent, of course. Luck, or the element of the unknown about which I talked about a few shows back, will make a game louder because chance tends to create an element of surprise. And surprise is loud. This is why backgammon is usually a tiny bit louder than chess, for example, even though it is also an abstract strategy game, simply because dice are rolled. And I don't mean the noise of the dice roll. Strategy would also count higher on the silent scale than tactics because tactics tend to be more short-term oriented and therefore don't tax the brain as much as strategy. War games are often strategic and sometimes abstracted, but very often they are not silent as there is either a storytelling or simulation element to them which creates about the game banter like it's incredibly how important artillery was in Napoleonic times, no you're wrong it wasn't, etc. Another factor on the loudness scale is actually complexity of the rules, because rules lowering is inevitably vocal, and in the worst case, rules arguing. Quiz games are usually very loud, of course, as are games with a timing factor. Action A has to happen before B to be valid, for example. The loudest game ever recorded at our gaming group was Kohle, Kies und Knete, 
in which it is possible to play play any time event cards that have to be timed. So if you react too slowly, you're done for. The game lasted exactly 10 minutes because there was immediately an incredibly loud argument about who had played the card first. We never played it again. The loudest games are of course games that include open diplomacy or open trading, like the infamous I got wood for sheep game that everybody knows. Advanced civilization rates high on the loudness game, for example, because its trade phase is free for all and you have to make yourself heard. Another loudness factor would be role-playing, as this would necessitate you to say things freely. Theme also plays a role. If the game has funny cards and concepts like Bonanza or Munchkin, it will invariably be louder than the game about developing the postal system in Germany, that's for sure. With these ideas, a simple rating system could be constructed that translates game trades into loudness or silent points. So abstract strategy could be a minus four, whereas open bidding could be a plus two. We could then derive an exact Eggert scale for the loudness of games that could be introduced as a feature on board game geek with little work of Aldi, as you simply would have to associate numbers to the game trades. Right now I don't have time for that, so if there are any volunteers I would be very happy. If not, I will try to experimentally devise an Eggert scale for loudness, which will range from chess, zero, to hysteric coach, 20, for example. We will see. Until next time, when the kimchi sprouts are blossoming in Tom's garden, while some Korean garden gnomes look on with a puzzled expression.